0: Welcome to Tailboard Talk, a 4th Shift FitCast. The mission of Tailboard Talk and the 4th Shift Fitness is to educate and train fire service personnel to increase durability and decrease the potential for injuries and their associated costs. My name is Chris Morella, owner and founder of 4th Shift Fitness. I'll use my experience as a personal trainer, strength coach, and 15-year veteran of the fire service to deliver tips, tricks, lessons, and information specifically geared towards the health and wellness of firefighters and paramedics. Each episode, you'll leave with immediate deliverables that will improve performance and resilience, and keep you in the fight through your career and into retirement. Let's get into it. This should be a lot, but I, I was on the wrong uh, internet in the house, so I was pulling off a faraway uh, one. It's just two idiots
1: trying to do all this for a cup of coffee
0: pretty much i mean i made the mistake of best by asking the one of the teenagers there like hey can you show me what headphones have the best mic in them and I, it was immediately like you talked about that jimmy fallon character with uh oh yeah <laughs> i was like well, which yeah I'm like which one of these is like well you're gonna want to spend more than 200 dollars." let me just tell you something about airpods i'm like oh fuck. this is gonna <laughs> be a bi- i'm not gonna understand anything you're saying and i was like okay well i'll just get these ones and um Hey, I need a cable, and he's like, "What kind of cable?" I'm like, "A USB-C," but then I, I, my computer doesn't have a USB-C, so I need an adapter to go from C, just a regular whatever USB is. He's like, "An A? am like, "Uh, sure, man. Whatever looks like a thumb drive." And he's like, "Okay," and like walked me over there, and he's like, "Here's one that just doesn't need an adapter. It's just a USB-C to regular USB." I'm like, "Cool," and I picked up the wrong one. He's like, "No, not that one. The the one I pointed at." I'm like, "Okay, dude, sorry." I'm like Do you have the, I'm like so. I just need one more connection in case this doesn't work. And I was trying to describe it, and I had to pull up a YouTube video to reference the name. I'm like, I'm sorry, I should have pulled this up. And as I was trying to explain it to him, he gets on his phone and starts like scrolling. I'm like, I'm good, man. I'm sorry. I'm like wasting your time. He's like, All right, have a good day. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so insurmountable odds to get this thing going today, but um, I think we might. I think we might have it. We've done it. We've done it. Uh, So I want to talk about gym etiquette because I have another story about that. And I have that a couple personal training clients coming over now. And (laughs) when I told you I was ready to open up the gym to some other people, you asked where the bathroom was going to be or where we're going to pee. And I was like, in the gutter, I don't care. And um, so I had my one of my personal training clients over and we went through a little finisher complex and we got done. And he goes, uh, hey, do you have a bathroom? I was like, Yeah are you going to throw up? Cause he was kind of like, he was working it was hot outside. I'm like, are you going to throw up yeah. in the bathroom? He's like, no. I'm like, just throw up in the bushes or something, man. Just go in the, the culvert down there just throw up in the sewer. I don't care. He's like, no, I don't have to throw up. I'm like, are you going to take a dump? He's like, yeah, my stomach hurts. I'm like, nope, go home. I'm like, you're not <laughs> you. And I was walking to the door, like walking through the garage, asking him when he's going to throw up. I'm like, are you going to take a dump? He's like, yeah, my stomach's killing me. I'm like, you can leave five minutes early and go home and poop, or you can just suffer through it. But you're not going in my house sweating like that to sit on my toilet in front of my kids. And he's like, understandable, understandable. I'm like, you want to get to leave? He's like, yeah, I got to go. I'm like, all right, see you, man. <laughs> so, um, Katie was actually gone. She took the kids for a walk, I think, like that. And she was walking back up the um, driveway right as he was like pulling pulling down the block away. And I was like, dude, that would have been murderous timing if he was just burning a mule in there and she walks oh, in with yeah. the kids and, like, he walks out a sweaty mess. <laughs> like, it's just destroyed. <laughs> I was like, hey, Katie. Yeah. Yeah. And he's actually never met her before. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, this giant sweaty guy's going to be wrecking <laughs> Nathan's bathroom downstairs. And, Light uh, a match in there. Dude, there's no, and there's no fan in that one. It's just the window. So it's <laughs> like, no, you're not going to walk through my kitchen, the kids' playroom, and take The a biggest in thing there.
1: is he probably would not have, uh, been able to figure out the lock mechanism you have on the toilet in there. would yeah. <laughs>
0: have been a calamity! It's uh, it's thwarted people who weren't under emotional distress. <laughs> so yeah, I can only imagine fumbling with that Rubik's cube when you're. Uh, I want to say
1: one of the. It probably wasn't the first time because I think I sh- you showed me the first time, but I think the second time I was like, ah, I don't know how to use it. I'm just going to hold it. So like I went in the bathroom and I did like a fake wash my hands and came out. It's like, well, all right.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you still touch it. You still got to wash your hands yeah but yeah i'm a firm uh so that brought up i just thought I'm like, oh my god that's a good uh uh segue into gym etiquette like i'd so then i asked katie i'm like hey this guy has to use the bathroom she's like no i'm like i didn't even tell you what he had to use the bathroom for she's like nobody's coming in here to use the bathroom I'm like well he, he didn't so you don't have to hate him or anything but um she's like and it just made me think like at the gym i'd be like yeah I don't, go ahead destroy that thing you know we'll have yep. some some other coach clean it and uh But yeah, unless you can hose yourself off with the hose outside or do whatever you need to do in the bushes, it's not happening at my house uh, with with anybody, including me. So we'll see. Uh, That'll have to be in the disclaimer if we start having people over is like, one thing you can't do is use the bathroom.
1: Get your morning poop out of the
0: way. And that was it. I'm like, did you uh, have some coffee? He's like, yeah, some coffee and a banana on the way over. I'm like, well, then you're just—it's your own fault. You get to sit in this and learn a lesson then. Um, so he's not uh, seasoned to work out
1: whilst drinking coffee yet.
0: No, he's—he's—he's he's, uh, he's working on it. We're—we're callousing. <laughs> we're doing the full body callousing <laughs> phase right now. We're acclimating to uh, exertion. Um, so with that what do you think about gym etiquette? Cause we had, um, I mean, every nearly every conceivable situation pop up in the gym, you know, um, mm-hmm. what pops in your head first?
1: I mean, LGN, by the time we got to the end, we were, we had the, the clients whipped into probably the best etiquette possible. Like, no, <laughs> I would say the employees left way more mess than the actual client left. Sure. Uh, but they knew, and I was pretty over the top with it. Like each each power rack had a set amount of weights that was supposed to be on it and where they were supposed to be. Yeah. And the bars had specific location. Everything had its place. And so the clients were really good about cleaning up their stuff afterwards. Uh, I will say that the fire department is amongst the worst places I've ever been in terms of etiquette, <laughs> in terms of at least uh, – and, and I guess as you go back to my first – thought on it is, is equipment, um, stowage as to where it's supposed to go back to yeah. and whether you, you put it where it's supposed to go or where you don't. And, uh, the fire department for sure is the, the worst offender of any place that I've been at.
0: By far the worst. I mean, I remember when I was at your station, there was a guy who would always, always use the same two dumbbells and you'd always put them on top of the dumbbell rack, like as if he was going to walk in at any moment and use them but they were, they were like 35s or 40s or something like that. And you would lift them and put them on top of like the fives and tens and then leave them there. Yeah. And so uh, I found interesting, creative ways to thwart his um, dumbbell usage. Like I hit him one time and then another time I put them all out of order. And so when he went to go grab his two thirty fives, it was like a 15 and a 20 or something like that. And then I put <laughs> I started weaving like the bands in and out of them or stuff from the foam roller in them because the foam roller would like wedge in between the the dumbbell ends and the handle, and uh, damned if every day they weren't just back sitting on top of the, the dumbbell rack <laughs> again. Like nothing yep. stopped this guy, and uh, he made it as much of a game as I did, I suppose. But God, it's absolutely miserable just cleaning up after people at the fire department with that stuff, and mm-hmm. just wiping wiping machine like the treadmill or anything like that is just destroyed. Like,
1: yeah, our, our step mill is consistently disgusting.
0: It looks like the alien like drooled on it and there's like acid marks down the sides of it and stuff. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. disgusting sweat. Um that's funny. One of I- my
1: favorite things to do is is I actually like there's some there's things that get left out and it's like recreating like a, a murder scene. Like you look and be like, <laughs> How what was going on here? <laughs> like trying to figure out how it was being used. You how know, you- and it was like I think I sent you one a little bit ago that was like the J hooks for the barbell were probably set at like seven feet yeah. and then the barbell was on it. And I'm like, well, what can you be doing with the barbell there? And the pull-up bars are like six inches above that. So yeah. it's not like you were doing it for pull-ups and like, what is going on?
0: <laughs> God dude. It's funny. You can go right to equipment. That would make sense being a gym owner and all. I went, I went right towards behavior. Like, well, the first thing I went to was when I was coaching and the inability of people, I don't mind if you talk when, I'm like leading a warm up or talk whenever, you know. But the inability to for people to talk and have a conversation but also then just move and like do what I'm asking them to do was so frustrating. Like mm-hmm. you tell them like, "Yeah, we're just going to do uh ankle walks to the to the 10-yard mark." And that's all you got to do is tune in for 5 seconds while I say that and then keep on your conversation about whatever. But uh man, you get people that just have their personal conversations and then they'd have to stop after everybody else is moving and ask you, "What? like, how, what are we doing and how far? And you're like, God, you just listen for two seconds. And then you can yep. keep talking about whatever I don't care about, but God, just pay attention for a hot second. And it was consistent through the entire warm up or the entire class. You know, it wasn't like, oh, I'll pay attention now. Like every single cue and prompt and movement had to be repeated right. for that person, which would drive me crazy.
1: Well, if, you know, and and going off of that, the next step of that is you're like, well, oh, fine, talk, then you won't know what's going on and that's fine. But then the entire, then you, then you set everyone loose and it's like the entire first complex, you have to answer how many reps everyone's doing like 17 <laughs> times. And it's like,
0: yeah, ah, God, I would have just told them to shut up. I know So you, you kind of screw yourself into more work by not, uh, by not being a jerk, by not just addressing it and telling them to be quiet. There was one time right. I, I ridiculed somebody cause they were trying to do pull-ups or something like that while I was, demoing something like that. And I was like, go sit in the corner on your hands. If you can't sit still and listen to me for 30 seconds while I show people how to do a back squat, like get out of here. And, yeah. uh, that resulted in a conversation with that person afterwards. Cause they were not appreciative of my approach, but I mean, good Lord, man, just chill out for a second, then go put, put more effort towards your workout and less towards being a, a weirdo. I don't know what, what personnel issues come to mind first. <laughs> Personnel issues or client. I should say clientele issues, not personnel issues. Uh, <laughs> client issues.
1: Um, I think that, I think talking was, was the worst one and that, you know, that was a hard one because I also understand that, uh, you know, that's, you know, we talked about that's people's third space and sometimes that's their circle of friends that they only get to see for one or two hours a week. Mm-hmm. And so I started getting to the point where I was a little mindful of that and it wasn't, it wasn't taking as an insult to me as much as, they were just someplace they wanted to be and happy to be there and doing their thing type thing. Yeah. Um, I think, so the phone was always a big one for me. It's, oh, yeah. you know, uh, you know, and I know we, we have a couple of clients that come to mind with that, but, um, you know, taking out and scrolling through and it's like, you just want to walk over and snap that thing in half. <laughs> Cause you know, in, in 10 seconds, there's going to be a question about, you know, what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it, you know, etiquette-wise, I, I got to say, like for a long time, the culture that we created at LGN, like it just didn't have a lot of, a lot of people etiquette. I mean, people cleaned up their sweat, you know, for the most part. They were respectful of people's space. Um, like very rarely did I run into anything where towards the end where there was a uh, you know client conflicts of any sort that that really needed to like be addressed.
0: Yeah, yeah, we were we were fortunate that we don't have the typical like export problems of people. Well, we there was a learning curve to everything, right? Like people would come in initially and maybe, um, oh, well, I don't know I just thought of one that I know you'll go nuts on drop weights. Um, like drop dumbbells after a heavy set or take off their shirt when they have to <laughs> think they have to take their shirt off to yeah. work out. Um, a big one for you. Well, for me too, by proxy was dropping the barbells.
1: Yeah. I hated that. That even to this day, that's just mega cringe for me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, peop- obviously there's a lot of people, and, and so we'll just go back. This is barbells void of bumper plates. Yeah. So if you're uh, unloading the barbell it's on the ground and you're unloading it, and you pull the weight off and you just let the bar ping off the ground, you know, <laughs> or if you have metal plates on it, God forbid, and you drop it.
0: Yeah. Um, and ping is a very like conservative word. It's more like a car crash that happens and just, yeah. Yeah.
1: It's, it's the worst noise probably that it, I would rather not hear that noise than somebody like, be like, ow, (laughs) (laughs) I could deal with that. I'm a calf. (laughs) Like it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, uh, no, you know, I think people just, obviously they're not making the purchase of it, but I think they fail to realize how expensive barbells are, you know? And so um, I, I usually give everyone a pass in the beginning and kind of pull them off to the side, but repeat offenders feel the wrath on that one. very quickly
0: well the the barbells are designed to do a very specific thing you know they have to they have to rotate depending on what you're using them for so the more you clang that stuff around in there the less chance they have to do their their job successfully and like i know people have referenced there's always the videos of like the asian olympic lifters just just ditching their bars from overhead like empty bars you know or just standing there and dropping them and Mm -hmm. uh they're like, well, what about these guys? I'm like, those are free to them. <laughs> like, those aren't yeah. those aren't their barbells, and that barbell is probably just a practice one that they don't use ever again. Besides dropping it, and so yeah, that stuff gets lost in context. But um, dropping weights, Here's dropping barbells, find- ugh, uh,
1: fingernails. Man, I tell you, finding fingernails, uh, finding fingernails <laughs> in the turf has got to be the, like the grossest thing ever. Like peeled, like
0: uh, like peeled fingernails, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I also remember the time and when we found, like, uh, several press-on nails. Like,
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's a that's a pretty obvious one when people, like, you know, oh, this is me. Like, uh, okay. Let me see you got these eagles You got these eagles claws on your hands. I'm pretty sure and one's missing. I'm pretty sure it's yours. But, uh,
0: oh, gross.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that happens with the fire department, too, To just in fairness. That's not just a, a private gym thing. There's... Uh, fire department fingernails all over the place. Now, of course, that's all over the fire station as well. But,
0: oh, uh, I've thrown out uh, several pairs of nail clippers at the fire station. Anything that belongs in the bathroom that makes its way out to not the bathroom is immediately discarded by me, no matter, like, even if I think it's the person that I'm working with using it, it's history. Yep. It's just not, This it, it, it's your home to an extent, but it's also not your home. So keep your nasty crap in the bathroom or hide it or something. But yeah, fingernails was a gross one. Hair in the turf was gross. Yeah. Um, ah, God. All yeah.
1: Right, here, here we go. Now we're going on. now. You
0: know, I said a couple
1: of minutes ago that there weren't a lot of things, but there are. Okay. So uh, So <laughs> turns out <there> footwear. Are. <laughs> footwear. So um, at the gym, there is. I hated when people would come in and they would like in the winter and they wouldn't bring a change of shoes. Yeah. So they're doing like, okay. And we had a ton of matting, like weather mats leading up to, uh, you know, the the actual workout space. But then when people would come in and they would like continue to dry their feet on the turf, like, Oh yeah, man, that was, (laughs) (laughs) that was, that was fire in my eyes. That's a tough one. Um, Yeah. But at the station, two things I hate, I Hate when people wear their duty boots into the workout room because, okay. like, who knows where that those have been? You know exactly. And now, like, I'm gonna be yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> and now I'm gonna be doing push-ups, you know, or something in your you know boot dust. <laughs> and uh, the the tracks are pretty obvious too because you can see them all over like the mats that we provide and everything. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pretty crystal clear footprints because you had to walk all over this mat instead of walking around it. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that especially work. That one's a killer for me. Just chain, put your socks on, or or bring a gym, pair of gym shoes in there. But don't don't go on the treadmill with your with your duty boots just because you're too lazy to to take them off. Right.
0: Yeah, that did spiral quickly. I like that though. Yeah. Um, I'm done. I'm kidding. There's probably be more. But... <laughs> There's tons more. There's <laughs> tons more. Um, I mean, you mentioned the phone thing. That was a, that was a funny one because we had people who were. I mean, it's all relative what people think is important. Right. But we had people that were tied to their phone for, for work and would be very respectful and very fast with it. Then we had people that were, who said they were tied to their phone for work, but you could, you catch them scrolling at any given time with non work related filler. And so it was like, Hey man, if this, this surgeon over here can take 10 minutes out to listen and not check his phone, I'm pretty sure you can not watch cat videos for five minutes. So that was a tricky one. And also
1: like walk, walk away, you know, like we'd have people that answer their phone and like, take like three steps away from the group and have a conversation. (laughs) It's like, go away. There's 12,000 square feet around here. (laughs) You know, like go find a corner.
0: Um, so that's part of the learning curve, all that stuff. Another one that was part of the learning curve that I wrote down was standing in front of people while they're lifting. Cause that was Mm -hmm. just, that's one that you don't know necessarily unless it happens to you or unless you're told not to do it. Cause we would have, we would approach some some really good effort with some people. And, uh, it's probably the first time they've ever been feeling that much weight under a barbell or trying to pull that much weight on barbell off the ground. And so they're not used to, they're not able to really like zone into that thing and block everything out, you know, and without fail, it would be like, oh, this person's going to do something, you know, they've never done before, really heavier PR and it would attract a little bit of a crowd, you know, the handful of people that were in there. And inevitably one would just stand right in front of that person. And it's, you're almost like the the keep back coach in football where you're like trying to pull the people back out of the, out of their field of view. Cause it's just very, it's very distracting. And it's something that unless somebody walks in front of you, when you're front squatting uh, between you and the rack, you'll never know how frustrating it is. But that's like, that's just one of those things that that was a common one for me. I remember is making sure people stayed out of the field of view or didn't walk between the, the lifter and the power rack or something goofy like that. Yep. I mean, all in all it's every gross thing that you would hope somebody that comes over to your house doesn't do. With sweat added to it, so and that's go to sum up. So, what would you, uh, what advice do you have for people that are going to go into a gym? Obviously, everything's been opening back up, and it's going to continue to to be more. I think there's going to be kind of a resurgence of the group class thing. You know, like I think that's only a natural progression that people will eventually get tired of working out at home and get tired of their Pelotons and whatever else. So, I haven't checked in. Like, I haven't checked in to see what the stats are but i'm assuming orange theory and f45 and all those places are blown up again you know um yeah
1: i i don't know i you know i've stopped kind of following them but i just from people that i've talked to there seems to be people who are uh, are who have said you know i just can't do working out of my house anymore you know yeah and um so yeah i i think there will be an uptick back into it again for sure um You know, my, my recommendation for those people is just leave, leave the facility the way you found it. You know, so if you, if you come in and and you're going to foam roll, you can assume that that foam rollers clean and in the spot that it's supposed to be. And so when you're done using it, clean it and put it back and same thing with every other piece of equipment that you touched that day, unless, you know, the, the, the coaches or the owners or whoever instruct you otherwise. But, um, I mean, that's a good place to start. Uh, Typically, most gyms are going to have some sort of uh, self-cleaning, not self-cleaning, but uh, client expect, expectations for cleaning. Just figure out what those are pretty quick. And, and it, even if that's just a bottle of spray and a towel, uh, you know, just do it. Because even though it doesn't seem like a big deal to you, uh, you don't want – I'm sure that if you walked up to the big sweaty bench that someone's left a sweat angel on, you'd be pretty disgusted by it. So uh, it's just doing the courtesy for the person who's coming in after you the same way you'd want to be done for yourself.
0: Nice. Yeah. I think, I think one of the most valuable things that people can do is probably if you have a friend that's already going to that facility or to whatever you're going to be trying out, go with them and kind of do what they do. Like not not to say fall in line or whatever, but read the room and kind of do what they do. And because you you are going to kind of enter into not like a team mentality necessarily but it's a community so you can go in there guns a blazing and we've had people come into LGN, you know, and rip their shirt off and start asking for chalk and um <laughs> touching the radio and all that stuff. And that's fine, you can do that, but that is going to come with certain reactions to you. So if that's what you want, then go for it, but you know, I would always when I went into jujitsu or when I went into lgn for the first couple times or whenever i go into a new gym it's always like pick out somebody you think is level-headed enough and a good representation and kind of do what they do and that that'll steer you in the right path if they start cleaning something up you know wow it's a good idea i should probably do that or obviously that's what they value around here so i can give you some clues on how to act but yeah leaving it like you left it or better is always a good uh, a good idea i think I think we also had a number of people in the gym that thought like, well, I'm paying for this place so I can just abuse the shit out of it and they'll clean up after me, you know, and we will, but, <laughs> but it doesn't make us appreciate you. We're not going to, we're not going to like you, yeah. <laughs> for yeah. Sure. yeah but it'll <laughs> get <cleaned>. Whatever <laughs>
1: service you're, you're paying for, you're going to get less of it most likely.
0: Yeah. I'm not going to go above and beyond for you because that above and beyond effort is going towards cleaning up your mess. So sorry. Um, anything you want to cut out with? That was pretty good.
1: No, I think uh, think that touched on pretty much everything.
0: Sweet. I don't know if I'm going to do the asking for coffee stuff anymore. I mean, I'm still going to do it. I don't know if I'm going to announce it. I'll announce it this time. Go buy us some coffee on the 4 Chef Fitness website and click (laughs) the Buy Me a Coffee button if you like what we're talking about. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon.